at the intersection of Southwest Vista and Southwest Patton and Southwest Broadway. There's a there's a there's a bus stop and a Benson Bubbler, mm-hmm. and there's some steps, and then you take it from here, Luca. Then what? Then you walk up the steps and like keep going up the street until you see a um a, a blue sign maybe maybe one of Annika's signs one I think is the, close by. probably one of the signs that tells you which way to go it has arrows on it and what will they find if they go down that path they will find a blue house with a yellow door or a riddle on a gate I'm Samantha Swindler and I'm Tom Hallman and this is our podcast Oregon Lives I'm here with Tom we're in southwest Portland you can hear, maybe you can hear the chickens. Um, Tom, where are we? What neighborhood are we in and why are we here? We are in a neighborhood about a mile from Council Crest up on Portland Heights for a story about a mystery. And although I've been a police reporter in the past, this is a very different kind of mystery. I drove up here and saw some handwritten pieces of paper on the street that led me to a house with a yellow door. So Samantha and I are now at the house with a yellow door, and we're going to meet the people who are going to tell us about what I have called the Riddle House. Hi, my name is Tonka from Migley. And I'm Annika from Migley. I'm Luca from Migley. Annika, how old are you? I'm 13. Luca? I'm 9. Okay. 10, actually. So we are now more than three months into the stay-home order. Do you even remember when you were last, like, in school? A little bit. (laughs) And so you were, what were you doing after they stopped, after you stopped going to school every day? Were you just stuck in the house all the time? Well, I mean, we still had school, but it was just online school and there was homework, but it would just be all online over the computers. Was it boring? Yes. Were you both pretty bored? Yes, I was super bored. And were you just sort of watching out your window at the sidewalk? Is Is that what your view is? Yeah, practically. You just will look at the sidewalk uh, behind the gates and just a lot of people. And this is a street that runners and walkers use to walk through Portland Heights, and it leads them up to Council Crest, and they make a circle back, and then they come back downtown. So it's a very quiet street, but a very busy street with pedestrians and, and runners. So... Tell us about where the origins of the riddle came from. Was it? Well, it was very uh, well. There, used to, you could see that there are a lot of people walking by every day. So we just wanted to contribute something to them. It all started with I wrote a little note, but then my dad said, "Annika, we should do something that gives people to think about while they're on their walk. That gives them to like talk about, other than just a little note." The the way it works for for people to visualize this. From the place where the street starts to this house, there are probably eight little clues along the way about a riddle that is not too tough to solve, but not too easy. And I have to admit, I couldn't solve any of them. So that tells you uh, something about me or the riddles. And if I recall correctly, I think initially, very, the very initial post was just a joke we, we were having a rather grumpy week. We were stuck at home, and people were in bad moods all 
And I thought, well, we're grumpy. What usually makes us laugh? We're like jokes and riddles and things like that. And I said, well, we're probably not the only ones feeling that way. So maybe we could post something to make other people laugh or think or something. And I think that's how it started. And, and people would wave when they st- first read the first couple ones. So we thought, well, maybe we could do this more often and we could maybe hopefully try to make people laugh or smile more regularly. In, in a sense, for you guys, it turned out to be a bit of a homework project because you had to find riddles. And then as a team, your parents would decide if that was a good enough riddle, if there could be only one answer. Yeah. Was, was that homework part fun? To do? Oh, I wouldn't say it was fun, but it wasn't boring. Well, that sounds like fun to me, Luca. <laughs> well, it was a lot. It was a lot better than doing the homework from school. True. <laughs> it's interesting. When I wrote this story, I received a lot of response from readers who said, "I've seen those riddles. Thank you for telling us the story about it." What's been some of the response you've received from people you know and from people you don't know? Oh, it, it's been really delightful. A lot of friends calling us the Riddle House now, and then we have a lot of uh, friends who come and purposefully have in, incorporated this part of their loop into their walks with their family or their dogs. It's just been really wonderful and just had a lot of just complete strangers stop and chat and do you live here and are you the owner and it's just the best part of my day and there's a younger gentleman who's who's home from college and his friends at his university demands that he run by on a regular basis and he tweets and, 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 and tweets out the messages to all his friends in college because they've all dispersed and gone home now. And he shares them with all of his friends. So I feel like it's just kind of grown w- wider than ever expected. And this, this house is probably over 100 years old, right? Yeah, it was built in 1910. And you're, you're probably not sure where you stand and how many people have lived here, but you've heard from people who lived here in the past, right? We have. We had the most wonderful note left uh, in our little Ziploc bag. We use the Ziploc bags because it rains, so we didn't want them to be run and ruined. So in, in the back of one of the bags one day, we had a note left from a family who used to live here in the late 90s, and they wrote us a riddle. Do you want, do you want me to read it? Yes. Yeah. So our archway, the door is really kind of unusual, and it's a bricked and round, so... Years ago, when your door was red, concrete was poured upon which to thread. A stone was set inside of the gate, a proverb wise then and of late. When two young riddlers moved into here, the ancient words became crystal clear. And, um, and what became clear to us, there's a stone set at the very top of the steps by the gate, and we've never quite understood what it meant, and we've had some friends try to translate it, but now the folks, the family who set it in, did it for us, and it says, crisis is opportunity, and it just just gives me goosebumps. What's yesterday's riddle? Because I saw the answer is, <laughs> I saw the answer, but I... <laughs> so the riddle is, um, the... The person who makes it has no use of it. The person who buys it, um, I need to go get it. Oh, do you remember it? No. It's a little dark. 
what, what I also like, for people to visualize this, there are clues along the way to get you to the door. It's just yeah, not, it's, bo- true. it's not just, boom, here's the question. You lure people in on this winding street to get here. It's true. You, Annika ran out and we made a couple photocopies and we put those in bags and she's got them up and down the street with arrows. So if you're coming from above, you can come down or from below. It kind of points you in the direction. Yeah. And then when you get to the gate, it says like you made it. If you were like following one of the arrows from up or down the street, you made it to the riddle house. Oh, he's got, so this is the riddle. uh, Let's hear Luca give us the uh, question and then Annika, why don't you you give us the answer. Okay, the riddle is the person who makes it has no need of it. The person who buys it has no use of it. The person who uses it can either see it or feel it. What is it? Oh, and then the answer is a coffin. That's a good riddle. So did, did you come up with the riddles or do you kind of research them online? We researched them online because we don't have that many riddles that we think of. We have friends send some now. We have friends who send some in the mail or via email. We've, we've, so, yes, we appreciate help sometimes, don't we? Annika, what's your favorite riddle you've done? I honestly don't remember a lot of them, but I think the joke was actually probably one of my favorites because it made me laugh. It was, um, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? And the answer is because he didn't have the guts. That's pretty good. I wouldn't have got that. Was it, That was the very first joke? Yeah. <laughs> so it started with a joke, and then it evolved into a riddle. And it evolved into, what, a daily, a weekly riddle? Well, well we it was it. daily. But there's been a little we, bit of slack in We lately. try to do daily, but it's not <laughs> always daily. Oh, I think one of my favorite riddles was, oh, I think it was mainly a joke. Oh, what can you say at a wedding but never a funeral? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. The answer is you're next. Oh, <laughs> see that? That's, that's... These are dark riddles, you guys. <laughs> These are perfect riddles for 2020. Was that the one right before the coffin? Um, no. Not long, but the, the coffin, yeah, so that, that one's on Luca, too. So coffin... <laughs> They're great. They, they are, are a little. They're they're humorous. We we just have the CEO of the project who just arrived. <laughs> I'd like to introduce our listeners to Ian. Yeah. Um, uh, th- thanks, Tom. What about the one riddle that caused that brought some caused some um, discussion among some of our walkers and friends? Oh yeah. Um, uh, about the country. What is the sli- uh, slippery? Slipperiest. What is the slipperiest country? Um, country. Um, our answer was Greece, but other people thought it was Iceland. That's a good example because your dad was telling me you have to have only one answer. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, it won't. that's a good, that's a good so example. That caused a conversation so it was a good folks. challenge that because was a good one. The, the neighborhood brought out that we have potentially more than one answer. And so that was a, a good reminder that we have to do our research. At what point did you like? Notice that people were paying attention to this. Um, um, I noticed when people were paying attention because I I would be skateboarding outside a little bit in front of right in front of our house, and that there'd be a lot of people walking by being like, "Oh, we really like your window, your riddles," and they'd wave and they'd actually like pay attention mm-hmm. to the riddle and read it. And also, I noticed when I was playing lacrosse, people would like wave and say, "Thank you guys so much for doing these." 
and we love we really love them and like was it right away that that you were getting a response right away or right, did it right away I heard from a I heard from a couple of runners who really like it and I think the reason they like it is they want to take a break after going up those yeah. hills <laughs> This is a real excuse to stop not that I'm tired I got to solve the riddle Ooh good point <laughs> So speaking of runners I was in the garage recently I pop out of the garage and I see this runner coming down the street he stops pulls out his phone takes a photo of the riddle and so I'm standing 15 feet away and I say hi and he looks at me he's like oh hey you're the you're the family he's like hey just to let you know and he's wearing an Ohio State University t-shirt and so he said hey I have a bunch of friends in Ohio and I mentioned this to them and they're all into it now so when I run by the house I have to stop and I have to take a picture of the riddle I text it to them then they get you know time to talk about it and then when I run by again the next time I take a photo of the of the answer and text it out that's <laughs> so, great so the riddles are, are somehow circulating around Ohio amongst a group of people so that's wonderful who you know who would have thought that something would have such an impact that starts on a quiet street in Portland Heights. Why do you think it had it got that reaction from people? Well, I think I thought it could be fun. You're always in your house, not much to do or working. You have time to think about it. We're all slowing down a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Taking time to smell the flowers and read the riddles. There's also something very pure about this. It's not like you're some influencer on Instagram. It's like, oh, I got to get 100,000. You're not doing this for any right. ulterior motive. And I think that's what resonates with people. They go, this is, this is great. It's like a little small town, Americana. And, and I, we, we need yeah. that. And, and the, I, and the notes are like, they're like handwritten, like little kid right. handwriting. Yeah. Like it's just precious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, the kids did a great job um, kind of publicizing it around the neighborhood on the walk. And when you get within three blocks of the house, you're running into the the notes that you're getting closer and that that you've arrived. So, yeah, that part's it does. It is. It's a little bit of a treasure hunt. Was this part of like giving some sort of structure to the day, you think? I think so. And then as people became came to see them, we realized people were sort of relying on it or or come to enjoy them on a, as part of their daily routine. So now we feel that if we don't do our part, we're letting people down, you know? So now I feel like there's a sense of communal responsibility that's, that, that's a wonderful, a good thing. Have you met more of your neighbors through this, or did you already know some of the neighbors? Definitely oh. met more of them, I'd say. Uh, and, yeah, just people generally, like, all from all over the neighborhood now. We have tons of conversations. So mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fair to say that before before the riddles and the pandemic, we, we really knew our, our adjacent neighborhood neighbors, our friends through the school in the neighborhood. And now we've talked to people oh, yeah. all over the neighborhood so just every day. Definitely some regular walkers, some some ladies that walk. And so our dogs have gotten to know each other. They stop and chat. We have a lot of gardening conversations and tips and this and that. And they tease me for buying lots of plants because I unload them at the front. And they always want to know what are we working on next and what are we up to. And so, yeah, lot, lots of, a lot of regular conversations, a lot of regulars that stop by and we chat. There's a grandmother, right, whose granddaughter, she spends time with her once a week. And um, the the daughter, I don't know how young she is, but she also asks to come by the Riddle House when she's 
spending time with their grandma up here. Right. Does it, you know, a lot of times when kids are out of school during the summer, they talk about, oh, they quit learning. Uh, that was me. You, you guys have had a real continuing education. Years from now, what are you most going to remember about this Riddle project? The people working together as a family, the strangers. What, 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 what most is going to stick with you? Well, what, um, so what I'm going to remember most is that all the people stopping by saying that they love it and saying uh, thank you and all the people giving us like little notes and passing by riddles. How about you, Annika? I honestly thought this like brought our family together and was able to get us together and be able to write riddles almost every day. And I think it was my favorite part. That's a really good thing. And and how about you, Mom? What will you remember about this? When when these kids are no longer living here and they're on their own, what, what will this time mean to you and the riddles? Oh, just the sense of community it's given me. I've, I've never lived in one place for very long. We've moved around a lots and lots as a when we were children and this is the longest I've ever lived in a place and not in this home particularly but in Portland and then just to have so many people be I don't know it's just such a warm feeling to realize that you're bigger than something Uh, the house gave us that when we moved here knowing that it's older and we're just really custodians of something wonderful and old and our job is to just take care of it and respect it and care for it and now I feel that way in a much larger scale much more just beyond our own doors that we are something and we can contribute like in little ways make other people smile I I think that as we move out of this virus the things that I think we're going to remember are not always the big grand things it's the little things. Uh, I, I ran into that when I would stop, at, uh, when I would go to the pharmacist, and I would re- peer around the corner and say, thank you for all you do. Little moments that bring us together. And this Riddle House is quite like that. It, it started, there was no goal, but you achieved something grand just because you were being who you all are. And I think that's a wonderful story. So how does this... Uh, it, it, is there an end to this, or uh, after Labor Day, or when, when school starts, or are you going to do this forever? Well, we think when school starts, we're going to continue to do this, but it's not going to be daily, because now we're going to go back to school and be at school every day. So we think it might be like a couple times a week. That's what? great. That's good. I think it's going to be twice a week. That seems manageable. I mean, Maybe. twice a week until the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever sell this place, you're going to have to put it like yeah. in the sales contract. It'll have to be the contract. I, these are, yeah. we, these we, are the we, terms, we, and yeah. the terms include you know, twice you, weekly. You never know. Yeah, the next, the next buyer, it might be a stipulation. They might be obligated to post riddles. Now, do your teachers know about any of this? Um, I know. My, my teachers ask um, when school is still in, um, like on, online. Um, they would ask me, how's it doing, or, um, yeah, and also one thing, when at one point we couldn't find a, a website to, um, to find riddles, so, um, I, uh, my teacher, Don Jose, posted a little, um, a little thing on the class page saying, like, if you have any suggestions, put the riddle and answer on this page. You, you, you guys are, are, in a way, you're kind of like celebrities, aren't you? A little bit? I mean, uh, a little. 
little bit. Has anybody asked you for an autograph yet? No, no not at all. <laughs> so the weather's nice. It's a beautiful walk in this area. If you're in the neighborhood, swing by the Riddle House at least once a week. I think that's it for our podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like Oregon Lives and you want to hear more, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have an idea for a story, you can email us at podcast at Oregonian.com.